0: a town square media station. Nine, eight, seven. <laughs> Three, two, Stand by for Wyoming Hookin' and Huntin' Outdoors with your host, Drew Kirby. Yee!
1: Hey, this is Luke Holmes. I am Morgan Wallen. I'm Riley Green. I'm Travis Denning.
2: Hey, I'm Aaron Lewis.
1: Hey, it's Luke Bryan. I'm Tim McGraw. What's up? This is Ian Munsick. Ah, uh, this is Craig
0: Morgan. And you're listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. My Country 95.5.
3: Welcome in post-Christmas 2021. I hope you had a great holiday and are ready to usher in that new year of 2022. And will it be any different? I don't know. We sure... Hope that it'll be a lot different, but Brian Woodward from Rocky Mountain Discount Sports seems to think that uh, due to what he's heard from some of his suppliers and uh, some of the folks in the industry that we may be hurting on some things still. We'll cover that in just a little bit. Ice fishing is rapidly approaching. We've got some open water fishing still in some of the areas. Uh, You know, it's not too awfully uh, frozen yet yet. But Glendo is a very interesting location for fishing, open water or ice fishing. Matt Hahn from Game and Fish and Janet will be on to talk about what's happening there. And a little later on, we're going to talk walleye recipes. Have you ever had walleye? If not, you may want to go out and catch some, and we'll tell you how to fix it all coming up on this program today. Let's get rolling. Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors.
0: My country 95.5 Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors on my country 95.5
3: well, we're, we're approaching the end of the year, and this has been a, a very interesting year weather-wise where we've had nice weather most of the last quarter of the year. And uh, Janet, uh, fishing has been kind of uh, interesting the later part it's of this it, year.
4: It really has been, Drew. Normally, we're standing around talking about, you know, here's what you need to do on the ice. Here's what you need to do to, to fish with this uh, tip-up. This year, we're talking about, oh, my goodness, did you hear about getting out on the boat last weekend? It was still fantastic fishing. And so so across the state, there's really a lot of open water fishing still going on.
3: It's really kind of crazy. I, I mean, in this state, you could fish all year oh, yeah. round anyway, e- even not in um, you know, like at Glendo or anything like that, of course, with the, the river, you can fish the river most of the year as long as it's not frozen over, I guess. But when it comes to Glendo, I think we have a guy that uh, can give us all the 411 of fishing that we need at, uh, at Glendo.
4: Absolutely, Matt is here to talk to us a little bit about Glendo, and and as you probably have heard, it's been fishing pretty fantastic as of late.
3: Matt, uh, thanks again for for coming in. It's always nice to talk with you. You were one of our first guests actually on this show. Lots happened that week, but uh, over at Glendo, what kind of fish uh, are
2: people catching this time of year? Well, right now the the biggest. Uh, the biggest bite on is for walleye. Um, catfishing can be pretty good in the in the fall as well, um, but most most people are targeting walleye right now.
4: I like the way you use the term fall when it's December.
2: Yeah, yeah, it,
3: it is so so interesting. Now, with the temperatures kind of ranging like they have been this year, if if we were having the cold weather where maybe we were starting to ice up, would the walleye and
2: catfish be doing as well as they are? No, you know, the, as the water temperature drops, the fish get less and less active. And and so, you know, when you still have water temps in the 40s, um, the walleye are still going to be pretty actively feeding, trying to pack on as many calories as they can before before the winter. Um, and it kind of coincides with the gizzard shad die-off, which is the main forage species in there. Uh, gizzard shad are, don't tolerate cold water very well. So a lot of the young of the year gizzard shad get real slow and lethargic and a lot of them die uh, start dying in the fall and so that's a big a big trigger for the walleye bite you know they can really take advantage of these fish that that can't really do much to escape them and so that kind of causes this flurry of of activity in both fish and fishermen in the fall
3: now, a situation like this, will this affect these fish that it's so late in the year and maybe they're still feeding
2: like they would be in, say, November? Yeah, no, it's it's actually pretty good for the fish. Um, you know, right now, though, though, there's so many walleye in the lake that that we've measured kind of a decrease in, in fish condition, meaning there's there's not really enough groceries to go around for all the walleye currently. Um, and giving the, those fish a little extra time um, to pack on more, more food in the fall just certainly help them going through the winter. It should do things like we should see good growth rates. Um, we should see good spawning success on the females in the spring. Things like that are all related to uh, body condition of the fish going into the winter. So it's actually pretty good, pretty good thing for the, for the fish. Not so good for the ice fishermen. <laughs> Absolutely. I know a bunch of guys that are chomping at the bit right now. Uh,
3: Matt, Janet, hang on just a second. Let's talk numbers in just a few minutes. Thanks again for tuning in to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. If you have any questions, you can go to the My Country 955 mobile app.
0: Listening to Wyoming Hooking and Hunting Outdoors. My Country 955.
3: Thanks for sticking around and joining us here on the program. Matt Hahn, Janet Millick with us and we're talking Glendo Fishing. Matt, have you guys started looking into numbers
2: for twenty twenty two yet? Yeah, you know, we're we're kind of in the process of, of working through all that data and and uh I I pulled some of the numbers out of our database from our from our standard annual sampling, the the netting that we do just to kind of keep tabs on the population and and right now we're sitting at a, a one of the highest populations of walleye we've ever measured in glendo um i looked at data going back to the year 2000 and the last three years there's been no difference from 2019 20 or 21 in the total density or number of fish in the lake and, and all three of those years are for the highest we've ever measured so um the population has peaked um it's is as good as it's ever been out there and and uh we haven't seen it it taper off yet you know the fish condition like i mentioned is down down a bit um from where we would like to see it and and what that means is you know the fish when we measure them and weigh them and you compare them with what a a standard weight for a walleye of that length would be and and you get kind of a percentage um and what we're looking at is our percentages, they weigh about 84% of what a standard or an average walleye would weigh um, at any given length. And so that means they're a little little light on forage right now because there's so many fish in there. And because of that, we have seen a slight decrease in growth rate, um, pre- pretty subtle, um, probably not noticeable to anglers. But, you know, at age two, fish on average is about three tenths of an inch shorter right now. Than they would have been about three years ago. So those things are, in, you know, indicative of there's a lot of walleye in there right now, um, more walleye than the forage can really sustainably uh, carry.
4: And that means good things for those of us who like to have fish fries.
2: Oh yeah, that means the fish are hungry and, and a little easier to catch than, than what they would be when they're not
4: And I might actually have a chance of catching one, right?
2: I doubt it. But but yeah, so, you know, I I guess the take home message with with the Glenda walleye right now is it's as good as it's ever been. There's a ton of walleye in there. Um, Get out there and, and catch them. Keep some if you want. Don't feel bad about it. You're not hurting anything right now you know, take advantage of it now because uh, the populations cycle in there. So, you know, we're at the peak of a population right now and it will go down for sure. You know, we, we have evidence of the age one year class of the fish that were born in 2020 isn't quite as strong as what we've been seeing. So the population will adjust itself down and that's just kind of how they, those things work. Glendo runs on about a seven year cycle from peak to trough. And so, We've actually been a little higher. You know, the peak has lasted three years this time, which, which typically it doesn't only last a year or two. So um, we've had some really good spawning conditions, really good forage production. And that's kind of all come together to, to keep that population a little higher than that would normally be. So you say walleye are doing really well now. What will ice do to that? Will
3: that affect them?
2: yeah i mean there's certainly good days and bad days but but on average they they slow way down their metabolism slows way down so they don't need to eat hardly anything at all just to maintain body condition and so they tend to get a little more lethargic they get a lot more picky about what they're willing to eat you know certainly there's individuals that are aggressive and and they're easy to catch even janet could catch one but (laughs) by and large to the ice the the bite gets really subtle um Switching to baits like live minnows tends to help over artificials, although I do know a lot of guys that have a lot of success with artificials. But but generally speaking, the the fish don't move as much, so you, it's it's more important to find where the fish are, find the right depth, because they're not really cruising around a ton. And then once you get on fish, just keep after them and keep trying different baits and figure out what presentation, what color, you know, everything that they're looking for is is really the key to success through the ice.
3: Well, Janet didn't mention that we do love to have fish fries and Matt, I'm going to throw you on the spot. What way do you like to have your walleye cooked?
2: Beer battered and deep fried. Is there any other way? (laughs) Is there a special batter that you like? comes in a blue box
4: Ah. comes in a blue box yeah i I
2: don't know the brand name of it uh but uh um yeah and of course there's
4: always extra fixings there's always a little bit of of powder added in and special beer that makes it better right
3: oh now now you got me questioning the special beer Anything right. that's less
2: than six bucks, a six pack works.
3: <laughs> Matt, I'll tell you, thank you so much for joining us. Janet, if you'll hang out, let's talk more walleye recipes in just a few minutes. Stick around.
0: It's Wyoming hooking and hunting Outdoors on My Country 95.5.
3: Ah, Christmas is behind us. What a great holiday. Brian, hopefully you had a good holiday. And looking forward to 2022. It'll be here in just a week.
1: Oh, boy. It's a, it's fast upon us, and I think we're all ready for it to be over with. So, yeah, we uh, had a, a great Christmas, good holiday season, good day off. Uh, everybody ate well, got rested up, and we're ready to get after it. So we're really
3: expecting uh, good ice to, to really start uh, being a factor here, at least over the next couple of weeks. And we need to get some folks with their equipment up. Of, uh, ice fishing.
1: Yeah, you know, one of our one of our traditions over New Year's is always to head up to and Reservoir with the guys and maybe pull a camper or two and uh, just spend a couple days up there ice fishing and uh, going after those perch and early season crappie. So one of the
3: things that uh, has just changed here in wyoming over the last couple of years is the the fishing license it's not a date it's not a beginning of the year to the end of the year now it's a 365
1: yeah and that's that's uh, really important for people to keep an eye on because for so many years you know we bought our licenses in january and they expired in december and now you know you just you don't know you have to make sure you take a look at your license and see when you actually purchased it and when your stamps and all that kind of stuff expire but yeah it's good to stay on top of that uh, state park passes your orv tags we do, we do sell all those uh, the state park passes is one change uh, that's coming up is you're gonna have to reserve uh, or order your park passes through uh, reserve america and you can go to the wyoming state parks website to a link to their reserve america but they're not going to have uh, those passes available in the stores until march oh, and um, and so they're they're working on uh, trying to fix some problems with uh, people reserving more dates or more weekends than they really should have and so they're uh, monitoring and they're making you go through that reserve America to purchase your state park passes which if you're going to Bozeman, that's a state park pass. And if you're going to do some ice fishing, uh, if you do enough of it, it's probably you know better to buy the annual pass than it is to buy the daily. You know, I was just walking through today, and you guys have a,
3: a great selection of of coats and and uh, even the base layer that you need with Under Armour.
1: Yeah, it's uh we're sitting pretty good on most of that stuff. And uh, we were talking earlier, you know, we we're, we're we're getting uh, some words from some of our boot manufacturers about this is about the time of year that we order for fall of 2022 and uh... they're telling us that they're having problems with uh... getting stuff shipped from some of their uh... factories overseas and things like danner boots they're they're cutting back about eighty skews of what they normally offer uh... so it's unfortunate but like if you need a you're looking for a pair of uh, hunting boots for the following season yeah, you might want to buy a pair early and get them broken in and and have those have those already taken care of because I think the availability of some of that stuff even into 2022 is going to be uh, a little tough. We were all hoping that 2022
3: would be a, a better, different story. Uh, last week we told you that uh, quite a bit of ammo with 22s, nine uh, millimeter. Uh, you had plenty in here, but of course they go as fast as you get them in sometimes, and you're not sure when you get the next batch in. So obviously, with that being said, ammo a little bit short, uh, Rocky Mountain Discount Sports does have the fishing equipment that you need, and trapping, too. We've talked about that a lot, where people are trying to get out and do a little more of that
1: yeah the trapping is is kind of a unique uh, situation i mean obviously we got a lot of big country and uh the trapping uh, is kind of gaining popularity in certain certain groups of people and it's you know can be fairly inexpensive you know hobby to do you spend a lot of time in a vehicle you know checking traps and stuff but um yeah, the the trapping season and and back to the you know ice fishing. You know we've got all the tip ups and ice fish and rods and live bait and all that kind of stuff. To you know there's there's some ponds even just in Casper um, that uh, you know we'll get some good ice and you know there's there's a good population of trout and stuff that's uh, good and easy to take the kids out for a short trip. So.
3: If you're looking for something to do in the winter, and you know maybe you're not a fisherman, but you still want to stay accurate with your bow, Rocky Mountain Discount Sports has an archery range here, and even some league action.
1: Yeah, uh, we work with uh, Lost Arrow Archers, and they uh, they do a winter league. So they're I think they're shooting like on Thursday nights here. Uh, there's also some uh, some weekend competition stuff that they're they're doing. But uh, on top of that, we've uh, received all of the uh, new Matthews and new Hoyt bows. So if uh, you're in the market for a new bow and you want to come in and just uh, shoot one of the new ones, um, pretty much you can kind of come in anytime. We'll get you set up to your draw length. We'll take you back to the range, whether you want to shoot a carbon bow or some of the newer aluminum bows. Uh, we can get you set up and uh, just uh, let you let you try before you buy.
3: Maybe a, a good option for you in 2022 if the ammo situation uh, ends up being a big O issue still.
1: Well, the archery thing is kind of fun, anyways, because a couple of the, the local schools have an archery program and mm-hmm. they're running the the Genesis bows, and you know it's it's kind of a nice little pastime for you know dad to tune up his skills on a Sunday afternoon and and bring the kid and let him do some shooting in the range also. It's awesome. Get over here and check it out, Rocky Mountain Discount
3: out sports and Casper
0: Wyoming Hooking and hunting outdoors on my country 95.5
3: thank you so much for sticking around and joining us on the program now every week we ask game and fish a question that is sent in to me and I was asked Janet we were talking about Walleye and the best ways to make it, and we talked about beer battered and deep fried. What are some other ways that are, are the opportunity of walleye being made?
4: You know, there's there's kind of the the key beer batter and deep fried, and and definitely that is always the number one choice for people. But for those of us who maybe want to be a little bit healthier, there's you know different ways that you can broil it. Um, you can you know season it with some great lemon pepper and and throw it under the broiler and, and get it to be nice and flaky. Um, one of, one of a retiree of Game and Fish's favorite way to cook it was always to roll a filet, a walleye filet in, um, you know, those flakes that are like dehydrated potatoes.
3: Oh yeah, of course. Uh, We all love instant potatoes, right?
4: Yeah. If you roll your fish in the potatoes, um, you can then pan sear it and, or kind of deep fry it. And it really comes out with a nice crispy, um, Coating just like if you if you like to beer batter and fry it, which is again still my favorite choice to to eat the walleye. Um, but you know, there's there's just a lot of different ways out there, and and great recipes on the internet. Great recipes from from some of the leading folks that, you know, there's there's always the the Hank Shaws, the meat eater recipes, all of those sorts of things that are tried and true, and people love them.
2: Yeah, the great thing about walleye is it's it, you know it's such a mild fish it's essentially a blank canvas you know you can do just about whatever you want to a walleye and it's going to take on the flavors of whatever seasonings and and things you add to it and it you know itself it just has a really mild subtle kind of like a cod but yeah it just lends itself to just a whole variety of recipes um the only way i've ever cooked walleye that i didn't like it it didn't turn out very well was uh one time when i tried to smoke uh, some walleye, like you do trout, and it uh, kind of dried it out, and that was probably my fault. But
4: uh, it definitely was reflective, <laughs> I'm sure, upon Matt's cooking skills. But
3: does the flavor of a walleye have any any way to do with the way that maybe you know we were talking earlier about how good the fish are at this point? If it's a bad year, does the taste reflect that?
2: You know, I've never noticed a difference in that. Um, The only time I've ever really had a walleye that was kind of a little off-flavored was, you know, it was a fish that was caught out of a kind of a shallow, warm lake in the middle of summer when, you know, there's a lot of algae and things in the water. And and that's, you know, the fish can kind of pick up some of those flavors from some of the, you know, organisms that are in the water that can kind of give it an off taste. It's really common in, in bass as well, like largemouth bass. Don't necessarily always taste that good out of really warm of algae filled water in the middle of summer but you know i've had you know caught wally out of boysen and glendo and everywhere else and in the middle of summer and and i've never noticed any any real difference between them and you know a lot of it too boils down to how you take care of the fish you know if you're going to keep a fish to eat it and it's in the summertime and the water's warm uh, you should really gut or bleed the fish as soon as you as soon as you catch it and get it straight on the ice don't don't drag it around on a string or don't throw it in a live well. You know, the quicker you get that fish cooled out, the better it's it's gonna taste. I think how you how you treat them, how you handle them probably makes more of a difference than than the individual fish itself.
3: Awesome. As always, game and fish full of knowledge and information. And if you have a question, hit us up on the My Country 955 mobile app. Janet and Matt. We appreciate all that you guys do for us here on this show. If you've missed any of our previous 20 shows, you can get in and listen to them on demand at the My Country 95.5 mobile app. Let's chat next week in the new year. It's Wyoming hooking and hunting outdoors
2: on My Country 95.5.